Hi, lovelies. Welcome back to 50 Plus a Tip. I'm your host, Danica. And I'm Riley. And today we are joined by Karma. Karma started in the sex work industry at the age of 18, working her way up from a pole dancing server at a club to a full-time entertainer. Now, Karma is the manager of a bikini coffee shop. Her full-time work as a bikini barista comes with many side jobs that naturally come with a hustler territory, including bikini bike washes, beverage cart girls at golf tournaments, bartending, private events, and modeling. Karma is also super excited to start full-time travel this summer because she loves new adventures and experiences. We are so excited to sit down with Karma and talk about everything that a bikini barista lifestyle has to offer. I knew absolutely nothing about um, the bikini barista life, even though I had a lot of information and advice to offer. Just <laughs> <laughs> always a way. We ha- we're an ideas girl. <laughs> yeah, we are not if we're not sharing everything we think people need to hear. Yeah. Overshare us. That- Welcome to the podcast. Truly, Have truly, you been? Surely. <laughs> uh, this episode was awesome, and you guys are going to learn a lot and love it. So here we go. You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open minded whores. Karma, thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to have you here with us. So first and foremost, how long have you been in sex work and which avenues have you worked in? Um, I started probably like two and a half years ago, not that long. Um, I started as like a server at a strip club. Um, We did pole dances and everything also. Um, We did private dances, pole dances, but I was like serving drinks. And um, I started off not undressing or anything it was just like it was a cocktail waitress slash stripper job and then um, moved up to an entertainer and then um, I started travel dancing and then I stopped for a little bit and then I became a bikini barista and so that's what I've been doing now I did both together for a time and then I just switched over to bikini barista do you need to start as a waitress and a dancer and then move up to entertainer? Like, is that kind of how it worked or? Um, at the club I was at, yes, that's how it worked. Um, I was just 18, so I didn't really know what I was doing. I just kind of followed my friends into the club. Um, they had auditioned like two days before me and they said, come in, it's super fun. We're making so much money. And then, so I came in. Um, at the club I went to, I didn't really explore different clubs. I just walked into one that was near me. Um, they did require you to be a waitress first. And what has been your most favorite and least favorite avenues of sex work that you've worked in? Um, I feel like most favorite is probably just like my very first couple weeks at the club. Um, when I was a waitress, it was just the fresh new baby stripper like making so much money that was the best time the peak time um my least favorite um I I've worked at a couple different clubs probably one of the clubs I went to down in like Southern California I didn't like very much but um OnlyFans I do OnlyFans online and I just don't like it oh yeah I really I get that. I have a love-hate relationship with with OnlyFans. I think that it just takes so much. Like, you have to really commit to that. Yeah. And with, like... A lot. Yeah. With all the other, like, little bits and pieces that 
we all have going on in our lives like it's I, I don't know how, how girls do it definitely gotta be my least favorite I'm like I don't like being on my phone in general texting my friends I definitely don't want to be texting strangers also <laughs> yeah man ew wow <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I've only ever seen bikini coffee shops in the States, and I don't think Danica has ever seen one. For our non-American listeners, are you able to give a brief rundown of what being a bikini brister is all about? Yeah, um, it's a, basically like a little stand. Like I think um, it's – I we have Dutch Bros here. I don't know. You guys have like Tim, Tim Hortons or some coffee shop. Basically, it's just like a little stand. We stand there. Um, we make coffee and we are in a bikini. We have lingerie days. We have like cowgirl days where we wear a little cut off shorts. We have different theme days of the week and um, we're legitimately serving coffee and we have a full menu, like a normal coffee shop, just with a little twist and a lot of extra tips. It, it really is true that like you, as long as you add a hot woman to anything, like your double double, double 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 D's. Like, yeah, exactly. It's so funny. Like, I mean, God bless these horny men that like give yeah. us all these extra little jobs that pay so well. That sells. That's just what I say. It'll sell anything. A hundred percent. I always like, I was doing a lecture once and I was like, you can literally like use a tissue and make money off it. So, as a woman, like, do it. Like, exactly. That's awesome. And yeah, no, I haven't. I've never seen a, um, bikini barista or like a bikini bar um I don't think anywhere I've traveled in Canada has had them I like we have Starbucks has some drive-thrus and Tim Hortons has some drive-thrus but it's like part of the main cafe and I've seen the bikini barista stands and they're like these little like tiny booths like probably the same size as like our recording studio and you, you do you only drive through, or can you come yeah. into the shop too? No, it's quite literally like a a shed size building, and it's drive through only. It's locked doors; nobody can come can come inside. I mean, for safety, that makes yeah. a hell of a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. that's what I yeah. do like a better dream. than stripping. Probably is just because we're inside. Like, there's a window that blocks us in, so nobody can really touch you or anything. It's very like a you know a small drive-through window you just stick your hands out and that's about it two things one I always think when I say things on the podcast like an absolute being like I don't think there's any bikini bars in Canada I, oh, can, just, I can just hear I can just hear the <laughs> listeners being like yes there fucking is like yelling out there you <laughs> uncultured swine <laughs> yelling at their like speaker like the answers yeah. I'm sure I'll get some dms that there's like millions of them I just don't know about them but also that's like my dream sex work job is like to have like the most they can access me is like a window and then I can just like close it when they annoy me <laughs> like, <"Hey>, goodbye. <laughs> and you're done here you're done <laughs> that's awesome um what is the application so you know if we decided to build a bikini bar yeah. here in Vancouver what's the application um or like hiring process for that um so I am the manager I am the hiring manager for my stand specifically um, I, they usually apply online and then I get the application I'll call them in for an interview and the interview is in a bikini. So they'll is? show up. Yeah. They'll show up, they'll change the bathroom, get in a bikini and I'll ask them normal, somewhat normal interview questions <laughs> while they're in a bikini. And then we take a little photo and, um, decide who to hire from there. 
what makes a good candidate? Like when you're looking at the sort of applications, like what, size what boobs are you looking? Yeah, for? what sort of assets are you? Looking let's, for? Let's, let's, ask the, let's ask their honest question here. What size titties does Riley need to get hired? <laughs> what do oh we need God. to buy her? Um, honestly, I look for personality over everything. Um, I always say, like, if you don't have a mouthpiece, you're not going to make money in this job. Of like just period you have to be able to talk to men and flirt your way to money so I say I can train coffee skills but I can't train a personality so mm-hmm. I train the girls how to make coffee but I can't train you how to like be social and outgoing and have that mouthpiece to be able to talk to men and make that money so I basically I mostly look for the personality over everything yeah I mean I mean we- different types so they'll like every kind of woman yeah I mean we've said the same thing about like dancers too it's like you can be taught how to dance for the most part but you can't be taught like stage presence and like that kind of thing that you know yeah. you either kind of do have it or you don't have it and like you can practice and like hone your skills but yeah much yeah. easier to teach a hard and fast skill so you kind of touched on some aspects there, like, you know, being in your little shed with a tiny window that you can close. Um, but what are some other aspects? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, how to make it so glamorous? Your yeah. little shed with your yeah. little window. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> you you know, you love the aspect that you're kind of closed in away from the customer and like you have that sort of distance. What are some other aspects that you enjoy about being a bikini barista over um, maybe like dancing and that, you know, yeah, I guess um, dancing. One of the biggest things, honestly, is because in a club, obviously, you're com- not necessarily a competition, but you're competing with other girls for the money. There's only so much money coming in and out of the club every night, and you obviously want to take the most home yourself. Um, as a bikini barista, we split tips in half. So it's very much teamwork with whoever you're on shift with. So if I'm working with one other girl, I'm splitting it in half. We want to encourage each other to get tipped more. And it's, we help each other out versus the competition, which makes it a much more friendly environment to the other girls. Yeah, yeah. I am. Do you guys all work the same shift? Like it's two people or does it overlap? And then do you just like divide by the hours that you work? It usually overlaps. um, So I'll work like four hours with one girl and two hours with another girl. And then that girl will work another hour set with another girl. Um, we do open at 4am, so it's early shifts for a coffee shop, but, uh, sometimes we work alone. Sometimes we work with one other girl, occasionally three at a time, but usually not very many in the standout ones. Yeah. Only if the boys are really lucky, do they get three? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your tiny shed. Yes. Just like bumping into shed. <laughs> um, that is my dream hours. I'm such an early bird. I naturally wake up like six in the morning, even if I work till like four, which is like the death of me. I know everyone's like, well, how are you a stripper that works till like five in the morning some days? And I'm like, my heart is going to give up. <laughs> like, I wake up early for work and I'm not an early bird. It's painful for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So hiring process, I got to talk to you, show yes. my titties and I wake up early. So hired. I'm yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Hired. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I just got to move. <laughs> yeah. Get a visa, you know, all the... <laughs> Could you sponsor us to come? Yeah, like, sponsor us. We have a job. Come on, come. <laughs> um, so you're saying you pull the tips together. 
that's actually something Riley and I've talked about, like how beneficial it could be if you have a good like hustling partner in the club to like pool tips when you guys are like doing shows together or like taking customers together or like dividing conquering. So like I do think that mentality could be beneficial in the club setting as well. I've never seen it in a club setting, but only with like a small group of like two women or like three, four who all are like equally hustlers. It definitely works better, I think, in like close quarters where like you have a very limited amount of like customers that are coming, you're not competing with each other for them. But I do like the concept of like tipping pools if like everyone has that same hustler mentality for sure. Um, do you notice, and you can be as vague or like extremely descriptive as you want to be, um, how does the tipping differ from stripper to like barista? Like is there a certain different hustle to have? Is there like a way to make better tips that's different than as a stripper? It's super different. So I had to learn this when I first started too. Um, you can't ask for tips. So because it's an actual job and we're actually hired, you can't be like, you know, $20 for this or something like that. You have to suggest and use your words carefully because you can't actually ask for a tip as if I was in the club, I would just be like, yeah, and it's, and you need a tip on this dance too. Like I'd be very straight up with them. Um, so I, I mean, in the working with your teammate kind of thing, be like, doesn't she look so pretty today? Um, want to give her a little extra or something like that. Um, it's, it's much easier to refer to the other person to try to get them tips versus get yourself tips because you can't technically ask and you can't do any extras for tips. Um, Instagram is a huge part of our job. I definitely notice like I'll make double the amount when I post on Instagram, like my schedule or when I'm working. So my regulars can come see me, um, as if I don't post at all. So it's a lot through online because we can't ask in person. We can be like, here's our schedule. Come see me, um, tip extra or like birthday shifts are huge huge money makers um and that's so crazy that you have like four to six birthdays a year oh yeah exactly <laughs> it's my birthday uh-huh, you're forever like 23 yeah. just forever 23 <laughs> it's giving twilight <laughs> yeah how long have you been 23 just make up like special occasions um like every friday we call it fantasy friday so we're allowed to wear like whatever we want but um match with our co-workers so it's like a man's fantasy, like a nurse, a cop, something in a theme costume. Um, so that's a, a, another way to like work the tipping system is be like, if you really like my costume today, like tip, tip if you like my costume, something like that. Um, it's very, and it's also regulars. Regulars are huge, huge, huge in this business because they just want to come back and you, they get to know you and they have conversations and then they'll tip you more. How long are you spending with, like, each person that comes to the window? Like, my drive through, like, I want to be as fast as fucking possible, which I think oh, is, like, a different. Okay, because, like, I, I think I could do good with regulars if I only had to see them for, like, two minutes. It's <laughs> a quick interaction, so it takes. Yes, I'm very likable for two minutes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it takes a couple of minutes to make a drink. So um, we usually say, like, a five-minute max. But uh, gotcha. depends on how many drinks they order, how fast the other girl can make the drinks. Um and then how long they want to talk or if a car pulls up behind them too sometimes if a car doesn't pull up behind them they like to dilly dally um and take as long as possible but for the most part it's like five minute interactions 
Okay, but also I just thought of like a great – okay, first off, when you said like you can't ask for tips, the way I just envisioned myself getting hired and fired within a 24-hour period. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I have a follow-up question about that. When you say you you can't ask for tips, do you mean like that is your cafe policy or you're legally not allowed to ask for tips? Oh, legally. So we're hired. So we actually don't have an adult entertainment license at our stand specifically um, or our company. Um, so we do have to wear like cheeky bottoms, no thongs, um, no like side boob, under boob hanging out. Uh, it is still bikini, um, mm-hmm. but it's more conservative bikini type and you can't like, you know, flash your boobs for tips or something like that. Right. So. You can't do like a little jig. Yeah. No, often <laughs> like, people usually will ask like, can you take my phone in the bathroom and take some pictures for me or some? Oh, you pervert creepy shit and we can't do that or you yeah like, doesn't matter how much they offer like we can't do it yeah because we're hired employees okay interesting and you work in california right yeah and so we used to work in the club when like strippers became hired workers in california too um i've worked both i've worked at a club where i was hired and a club where a couple clubs where i wasn't hired and just you know, paid a stage fee. Were you allowed to ask for tips when you were hired in the strip club? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. it's just the it's just, just the, ad- the coffee shop. I think it's because we don't have an adult entertainment license. Okay, gotcha. And I I know you've touched a couple things about your favorite things about being a bikini barista. Um, do you have any other favorite things that you um I like about your job? And then do you have any things that you don't like about the job? Oh yes. Um. Outfits are fun. Uh, wearing different outfits, playing dress up, super fun. Love it. Um, the girls, I like. It's basically like hanging out with your friends on shift. It's fun. It is a really fun job, um, and it's really good money. Um, I don't. What do I not like? Um, they are pretty strict. I wish they weren't so strict about dress code and things, but. Um, I get like the adult entertainment license, but you know, sometimes I would like to wear a thong. Like I have all these cute stripper outfits that I can't wear anymore, but, um, probably just the dress code I don't like. And I do like at the same time. Yeah. Keeps the pervs away, but really quashes the, uh, yeah. the creativity. Yes. I definitely, <laughs> I, I always think about like I would be making tenfold the amount of money if I could ask for tips or if I could actually like use the hustle lines that I've been practicing at the club I could if I could use them in the sand I'd be making so much more flash nipple imagine yeah oh my god dollars you want to see my nipple (laughs) (laughs) I want to see one nip um is there you were mentioning that though with a bikini bar a big part of its regulars is there any crossover between the, your club regulars that you had and the bikini bar regulars? Yeah, when I I used to do both at the same time for a little bit. Um, and they would definitely go back and forth, like go see me at the um, barista stand and they would go see me at the club. Um, but since I've stopped, it's not as much. I definitely, we also have a, like a Hooters type restaurant in the area. It's not Hooters, but... Um, so a lot of the customers do all three. They are the type of men that like to go to the bikini restaurant and the bikini coffee stand and the strip club. Just can't get enough, hey? Oh, yes. I love it. <laughs> I love that for them. Yeah, truly. 
Um, you kind of spoke about like the tipping aspect is really good. Um, and I guess as a manager, you'd know this a little bit more than most. What's sort of the hourly um, range that you can expect as a bikini barista? Um, so we get paid hourly. Um, it is California minimum wage, so we don't really like that's not okay. what we're there for, to be honest. Um, honestly, I would say anywhere from the winter is obviously not a good season for us. The summer is better. I would say anywhere from like 100 to 300 in tips a shift is pretty average. It's It ranges so much depending on like if it's raining outside, if it's a busy day, if it's a slow shift, it's a weekend. It really depends. Right. And and sorry, what is uh, California minimum wage? It's 16 now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty comparable to like BC, I think. I mean, except for you have America dollars. Yeah, it just went up um, for 2024. Okay, cool. Jesus, I remember when I was serving, I think minimum wage was seven twenty-five. <laughs> Couldn't yes. even buy a Starbucks coffee with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. you probably could back then. Mm. No. I don't think well, Starbucks wasn't seven bucks back in nineteen fifty. <laughs> Fired. <laughs> You're done. You're done. You just made it to co-host officially. Look <laughs> what you did. <laughs> take an inch. Give an inch, they'll take a mile. Oh, really. <laughs> Surely. I mean, what was the price of a Starbucks, like, when the minimum wage was? Should I do a goose? So you continue asking questions? <laughs> yes. Um, what makes a good bikini barista customer? Like, what would be the dream customer? Um, I mean, tipping huge, obviously. But um, I say at least, well, when we put the tips into the, like, our credit card tips into the computer, it shows us a percentage so because you're buying like a $5 coffee, if you tip $5 also, it's 100% tip. Um, I say 100% tip is a good tip. Uh, 120% is usually what I'm looking for, honestly. <laughs> um, but just respectful, quick. Um, we're not really a fan of the lingers that stick around and try to stretch out every second. Um Regulars that get the same drink every day are amazing because I'll literally know based off their car pulling up in the drive-thru. I'm like, all right, he's here and he's about to get whatever, like start making it. And so we have like, <laughs> the time to get to the window. Really speeds that process up. It I mean, it, speeds it, up. It, make, it must make them feel special too. Like I was a, reg a regular barista back in New Zealand and customers loved when you knew their drink. Oh yeah, they love it. I'm yeah. Like, some people, I literally, I joke around. I'm like, I know their job. I know their kids' names. I know they're <laughs> in divorce. I know their drink order, but I can't tell you their name. Yeah, and if I don't know, I know all that information. If they tip less than 120 percent, oh yes, you're done. <laughs> you're done. I don't know your name. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have like. I'm so bad at remembering things about people. I would have like on the window where you look out like little notes about like regular customers. Oh my gosh. I actually feel like this job has improved my name memory. Like I know so many, I'm impressed with how many names I know. I've like, they pull up to the window. I'm like, oh, hi. How you been? I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Don't you read their credit cards to like find oh, yeah. out their names? Oh, that's the other thing. If they pay with credit card and the receipt prints with their name on it, I know their name. If they pay yeah. with cash, I don't ask me. If I didn't read it, I don't know it. Yeah. 
Um, right, they got to start writing the name on like yes. hundred dollar bills. Then you might remember. <laughs> that I will for sure. <laughs> Yo, I'm shooketh over here. I like looked up Starbucks coffee prices, and I this is I cannot be right, but it says this is two thousand something. Or, this is somewhere in the two thousands. Two thousand and ten. Yes. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Um, no, this is uh, at some undisclosed year that I was serving. That started with a two. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely started with a two. <laughs> in 1855. Um, they say here that a gr- tall coffee at Starbucks, guess the price. $3.50. Okay. Karma gets, guess the price of Starbucks coffee in. A tall, that's the smallest size, the right? The smallest size. In. 2000s-ish. 2000s, something. <laughs> I don't even know how much it is now. I haven't been to Starbucks in Okay, so my venti is almost $10. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Canadian, but yeah. Ours is not that much. Ours is cheaper. (laughs) Um, $4.50. It's a $1.55. No way. Is that just like a regular (laughs) coffee, though? I I guess. It says, customers will pay $0.05, blah, 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 $0.25 on a venti venti caramel macchiato. In San Francisco, a tall coffee or a small cup is $1.55. That's insane. A tall latte or cappuccino will be up, will be 10 cents less. This shit is going down back yeah. then. <laughs> oh, because of the uh, economic crash. Oh, that okay. was maybe around this time. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so this is 2009. <laughs> That's crazy. Damn. Well, okay, sorry. Side, yeah. side, side. Coffee bee. Inflating. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got, I honestly haven't been to Starbucks since I've got this job, so I have no idea. No. Why would you get to make I, – I mean, I'm assuming I get you coffee. get free coffee yeah. on shift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Am the best I part of the job. Knock yeah. off obnoxiously large Stanley cup here. I have two ventis. <laughs> Isn't that so That's an insane amount of milk, babe. <laughs> insane. Well, I mean, lactose-free. <laughs> In, unheard of. Back to you, though. Uh, <laughs> um, what are some of the general etiquette – etiquette? Mm. <laughs> All that coffee. <laughs> The general etiquette. Oh my god, <laughs> you good? <laughs> Behavioral rules <laughs> amongst baristas. I know, like how girls in the club, you can't, you know, poach from the front row or talking on the phone in the change room, like those kind of things. Do they have that in the barista world? Um, yeah, it's not as much. Um, because we're more friendly with each other, it's not like the girls are going to get mad about it. But I guess there's, like, usually a girl on espresso bar, like, making the coffee, and then there's a girl at the window. So it's usually, like, don't step in front of the girl at the window if she's talking to someone, obviously. Um, if she – obviously try to make the drinks fast if you're on espresso bar so you don't leave the girl at the window talking to the customer forever. Um, if the girl at the window, like, turns around and tries to involve you in the conversation – that we usually take that as a sign. It's like she's struggling to keep the conversation going, like chime in. Um, there's not really like rules that girls are going to get mad about, like sitting in the front row or at the stage while girls are on stage. Um, that's I don't really know. Have you ever had like an experience with, like especially if you're pulling tips, how do you navigate a girl who's kind of like not pulling her weight? Um. It's really hard to not pull your weight in the stand just because it is too at a time. I've never really had someone not pull their weight. We have had like shyer girls that work for the stand that it's harder to get them to make tips because they don't 
talk as much. Mm -hmm. Um, But honestly, as a manager, I make the schedule and I just schedule myself with who I want to work with and the times I want to work. And uh, I haven't had problems with that. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is you don't actually get up at 4 (laughs) a.m. No, I (laughs) I start at 7 a.m. I get up at 6. Oh, I could never, I could never start work at 4 a.m. I used to start work at 6. But the thing is, I could stay up till that time. I couldn't wake up at that time. Oh, same. Yeah, I do occasionally work the opening shifts. We start at 3.45 and I have to wake up at 2. And I'm like, that's still nighttime. This is, I would still be at work if I was at the club. Yeah. What's the money shift? Um, the mornings, the mornings on weekdays, actually, surprisingly, weekends are slowest. So that's why I was doing both before, because obviously clubs are busier on the weekends and then the coffee shops busier on the weekdays. But usually like Tuesday, Thursday, Friday are the busiest days in the mornings. It's very. And when you say mornings, do you mean like from 4 a.m.? Oh, yeah. I If I clock in at 345, sometimes I still I like have people waiting in the parking lot for me to open at 4. Oh, we got to think like a lot of like especially like men in trades start pretty early, right? We got a like, lot of blue collar men. Mm-hmm. Love to see. Yeah. That's crazy. I, um, yeah, again, hire me. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be honestly, there yeah. right and early. <laughs> I would love it as a job. Like I loved working as a barista. You would not wake up that early. Stop this. No, I would hate the hours. I would love the job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love, said, what is it? Love, hate relationship. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, you kind of touched on this before as well. Um, I've seen a, in a lot of your stories, um, you and your co-workers coordinate outfits. Uh, you've been Playboy bunnies, cowboys, fairies, elves. You touched on the fact that there was a uh, sort of outfit schedule and that Fridays are fantasy Fridays. Yeah. What other kind of themes do you have across the week? I can tell you the whole week. Um, Hell yeah. This is just for <laughs> I our company specifically. Write, I don't write know. it down for when we apply. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have schoolgirl Mondays. And then we have bikini Tuesdays and Saturdays. That's just normal swimsuit. Um, Cowgirl Wednesdays, it's like a little cutoff shorts and uh, cropped flannel. Um, We have lingerie Thursdays, fantasy Fridays, and then sports day Sundays, which are wear like a jersey and some booty shorts. So they're pretty cute outfits. We usually try to coordinate with who we're working with. Um, It works better. People like us to match. And it's also fun. Yeah, for sure. Okay, and then the most popular days was Bikini Tuesday, Lingerie Thursday, and Fantasy Friday, right? Yes, yeah, definitely. And <laughs> did you, did you? <laughs> write that down. That's 100% what she's doing. She's like, what outfit should yeah. I have? Yeah, what do I need <laughs> to have in my repertoire of outfits? Fridays um, so we- are just a hit. I've noticed so many, like, you would not think the different – kinks and fetishes for different themes that we do it's it's crazy like what's yeah what's been your most surprising like kinky outfit day i've done like dominatrix which is a huge hit obviously um playboy bunny the obvious ones nurse but some things like uh like the nerdy girlfriend or the anime characters or like the gamer girls um that have been surprising hits for me at least i was surprised yo the way i would dedicate like i would like commit to the bit and in my dama if i like throw the hot coffee in his face <laughs> get like way too carried away and they're like fired like 
Also, I think like a fun one too would be like, you know, like the 1950s housewife making your coffee, like a sexy take on that could be really fun. Oh, yes. I've done. I'll trade like that. And you can. Or <laughs> I, I've done housewives. I have a shirt that says um, future ex-wife that I've worn. That was a huge hit day, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just some of the more unexpected themes like reindeer for Christmas was a good day, surprisingly. Um, elves when I had little pointy ears was a oh, huge hit. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I love to hear it. Um, we have also seen that, like we mentioned, some of your shifts start as early as 4 a.m. and end as late as 10 p.m. Um, what are the usual hours? Like, I guess we already answered this, but like the peak hours you said are like in the morning. But are there like dead times that you would be like, oh, this sucks as a shift? And what do you do when you're like, no one comes to the coffee shop? What are you guys doing in that little shad? Um, in your shack. In your shack. What are you doing in there? (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking pictures, taking videos, um, content for uh, Instagram. I like most of my promotion is through Instagram. I will verbally tell customers, like, oh, I'm working tomorrow. Come back, come see me again. But mostly through Instagram. So. Um, usually right smack in the middle of the day is pretty dead because everyone's at work. So it's like before and after work, people come get their coffee, but, um, cleaning the stand is it, it's like a normal job. So we do clean and do stuff behind the scenes. Um, but uh, you know, DMing people, telling them to come in, posting on our Instagram stories, different things. Well, I hate that you have to clean. I hate that for you. I hate that you don't have a man to come in and do it for you. <laughs> it's such a small stand. It's like there's not a ton of cleaning to do. Yeah. And uh, usual hours are six, six hour shifts? Yeah, there are like six, seven hour shifts. Uh, we're open from 4 a.m. to 7 p.m. So 7 p.m. we usually it's busier in the summer but it's usually busy up until 7 p.m um it is dead from like i would say 11 to 1 is the most slow of the day just like right smack in the middle when everybody's just got to work right um you i've also seen that you finish as late as 10 p.m you open later on a couple days you said we do yeah so weekends we open a little later um we don't finish that late we finish the shop closes at seven, the latest, but oh, right. we do like have to close the sand after. So we'll clean up and mop and everything. Okay. Gotcha. Not Riley stalking your comments yeah, and was, going. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was looking through your Instagram she's stories. Like, this is getting, what I wanted to know. She's like, you were getting into your car at 10 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just wondering what the hell you were doing. <laughs> she tracks all of our guests. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I don't. Just the way, the way she said, oh, oh like, okay. like you actually do. You know what? No. People haven't told people have referred to her as a menace. So. Oh, I have and never I have never been on the stand at 10 p.m. actually. Okay. Well, it must not have been you then. Well, yeah. Oi <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I know that there was a court case in Washington between bikini baristas and the city of Everett uh over their outfits, which the bikini baristas won, and you know, the city was unhappy with the scantily clad outfits. Um, go horse. Yes. One for us. Yes. <laughs> um, 
what are the general laws and rules around running and working in a bikini barista coffee shop? I know that you mentioned you can't have thongs or like any circumference of the boob hanging out yes. um, and you can't ask for tips. What, what else is there? Um, so like Portland, Oregon and Washington have different laws in California. I'm in California. So from what I've heard is Portland area is super lenient. They're allowed to do basically whatever they want. Um, Seattle area, super lenient, allowed to do basically whatever. Uh, California is way more strict. So we have to, we would have to apply for adult inter entertainment license, which we don't have. Um, so it's no like, you can't twerk for tips. You can't flash for tips. You can't do extras but for... How would they know? <laughs> how are they going to know? <laughs> <laughs> there are surveillance cameras in oh our shop and around. Yes. Okay. But <laughs> um, it is just so they apply to guidelines. So we technically have to be family-friendly business. We can't ID. They can't be 18 plus. So occasionally we do to get kids in. Um, it's... A little awkward i'm not gonna lie it's so awkward when kids come in but it's like i literally had a guy come in for his 12th birthday present so what the hell are the parents doing <laughs> um does hooters have the same rule like are kids allowed to come to hooters yeah kids are allowed yeah. To, yeah kids are allowed to go to hooters yeah i've never been to hooters Neither what I. a prude i am I've never yeah been god not very supportive of you <laughs> no I only go to brothels. <laughs> it's all or nothing for me. Yeah, I went to Hooters and I've been, yeah. But all the girls. I've have, been to a bikini bar. Funny enough, well. the girls I know that have worked at Hooters never have big boobs. No, it's all push up bras. It's got to be like three bras under there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I definitely stack my bras. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Y'all taking the jaws from us big titty bitches. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I definitely, most of us at our stand but don't have big boobs either. It's yeah, the itty bitty titty committee. Yeah. Oh yeah, girl. <laughs> You're back in. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're back in the game. I, look, I can keep the shack open until 10. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. She's already there watching you. So. <laughs> She's already in the parking lot. <laughs> I actually, um, I went camping uh, with a friend and my partner and I made him take uh, a detour back to like a bikini barista shop so I could support the girls there. Yeah. I thought you were going to say oh. we were camping in the parking lot. Binoculars. No, I just made him take like a little detour back because I wanted to go visit a bikini barista. <laughs> pervert. Yeah. Um, you know what? I support. All right. Unlike you. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Mother Teresa over here. Um, okay. So speaking of whores, are you allowed to advertise um, OnlyFans? Like um, through... Through the window, no. On shift, no. But through Instagram, yes. So loopholes. Um, we'll all put it in our like Instagram bio, and then we can tell them to follow us on Instagram, and then they go find it. Um, so you can post whatever you want on Instagram, um, as long as you're not on shift. Obviously, you can't like post your nudes while you're in the stand. But um, that's how we do it basically is just give them our Instagram. We have, we all have separate like work Instagrams that are not our personal ones. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can just put in your bio and advertise from there. Gotcha. So you, you can advertise on Instagram while you're in the shack or everything has to be off shift? Off shift. Once okay. you get and home, that's, once right. you get home, it's your personal Instagram. You can do whatever you want. 
But if you're in the stand, they don't want you to like take a nude in the stand and then advertise for your OnlyFans. That would be against the adult entertainment law. Right. But you can take photos in the stand and promote your hours at the coffee shop on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. But hear me also, you can schedule posts for while you're in the stand and then you could just be like, it's a scheduled post. Can you schedule posts on Instagram? Yeah. Are you I sure? Didn't know that? Yeah, that's I do all my all, oh. our, all our podcast ones. Just get oh, is that because it's a business account? You've had it has it as a business. Oh, mine's a business. a business. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. See, Maybe. where there's a horror, okay. there's a way. <laughs> Good to know. I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> yeah, girl, you're so welcome. I will take ten yeah. percent of everything you make. <laughs> yeah, schedule your shit. Um, okay. Moving on to your other adventures. As we mentioned in the intro, you also have a plethora of side jobs, including the bikini, bike washes, beverage cart girl at golf tournaments, bartending, private events. What has been your favorite type of event to work and what's your least favorite? Oh, um, my least favorite event, I'll start with that, was the one bikini bike wash I did. So we go for like um motorcycle very specific <laughs> this yeah, one this one wash. specific event it was like oh it felt like 120 degrees outside no it was not that hot but we were washing bikes on the blacktop trying to look sexy like in our <laughs> we were wearing g-string bikinis like full-on stripper sparkle outfits washing these motorcycles and uh it's just boiling hot and the hose water was coming out hot it was miserable so that was not fun um, <laughs> when you said like uh, I knew you meant motorcycle but for some reason when I was visualizing like. it I was like you just washing it like a two wheeler <laughs> like a bicycle <laughs> no and for like bike clubs um, bike gangs whatever they have their clubhouses and they like to have um, anniversary parties so we go wash their bikes sometimes and it's extra money side jobs gotcha the golf tournament's the most fun for sure. Uh, just driving around on the golf cart, like I I don't know how to golf at all. I cannot hit the ball. But sir, I had like a box of a thousand different Jello shots, and I was just getting the golfers drunk, and that was my only job was to get them as drunk as possible. And so for that, are you like we've done go- golf gigs here too, but we are like paid obviously by like the gentleman that we're I'm gonna say caddying loosely for um and we just kind of like drive the golf carts and you know have have some fun with them but I've I you you said that you like sell beverages so is that done through the golf course then yeah the way I've done it is at tournaments so I'm hired through the whoever's hosting the tournament um and then I help everyone I'm not just following around like a select group of people Mm -hmm. i'm and all the alcohol is free at tournaments so i'm not even selling it i'm just getting them to drink it um and i just drive around the whole golf course uh hired by i think the golf course it'd be a whole like (laughs) who hired me on who wins i don't know yeah it sounds like you're hired privately is what it sounds like similar to us you're just hired privately by whoever put on it and then just rented the place yeah 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 because i've seen like on TikTok and stuff, like people selling drinks on golf courses. And I was just wondering like the legality of like how you can do that. Like sell I'm sure alcohol. Not, like, technically supposed no, to but be, I but... was like, yeah, you must be like no, but you must be like hired by the golf course at that point. But yeah. So you just get like get tips for giving guys drinks and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, such a dream. 
Yeah. And that little cart speeding around. Oh, it was so I fun. And then we were going, they obviously wanted to, us to take shots with them and then hit the ball for them, which I was terrible at. But yeah, it's a fun, such a fun time. And I end up making more than I would make on shift at the stand. That's so fun. How do you hear about gigs like that? Like, are they kind of run by the people that like, do you get kind of those customers through the uh, bikini barista shop or was that through like the, your strip club job? Like how kind of, how do you network um, these events? Con- it's all honestly all connections. Like the first one I got at the bikini barista stand, somebody asked me to do an event and then I invited my other girls. They wanted a, like a, a bunch of hot girls to come obviously. So I obviously the girls and um did the one event and then someone at that one event invited me to another one and then someone at that event invited me to another one so it's just like word of mouth like oh these girls are hot and they do events so here's their number and let's pass it on yeah just word of mouth yeah so pretty similar to how it is here Mm -hmm. friends of friends friends of friends pouring each other yeah (laughs) friends of (laughs) whores truly um you also mentioned you're going to start traveling full time. Where do you plan on going and will you be travel working or just taking some time off? Um, my plan is I've always wanted to do van life, actually. So I really wanted to get a van and travel all 50 states. Um, my, I love that stripping. I can always like if I'm ever short on cash, I can literally just pop in anywhere and go make some extra money for the night and that was honestly my plan is like not really work not work full time just experience traveling but if I ever needed it I can just go like say I'm in Texas for the night I'm just gonna pop into a club and say hey do you need any extra dancers and go dance for a couple nights there and then travel on to the next spot um I've done it a little bit with travel dancing but not fully and I'm just excited to start doing it fully starting this summer yeah what sort of van are you getting um I'm actually getting a truck with a camper on the back so it's gonna be like a full kitchen and bed and everything with yeah camper yeah that's nice if you're doing like longer trips I have a Westphalia um which I've done some trips with um and my number one uh piece of advice is to bring a fire extinguisher oh (laughs) I spoke about on the podcast a while ago mine went up in flames (laughs) I would not have thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Those air-cooled engines, baby. <laughs> oh. Um, no, that sounds amazing. I I I have really loved like uh van life for I have done it in like short stints, but Yeah. I I'm don't think I'll planning. do it for like forever, but just, you know, maybe a year of travel and then go back to normal life. Yeah, after I graduate, I'm also planning on doing like a road trip out uh, to the other side of Canada. And same thing, like when I need some money, like popping in. Yeah, exactly. And shaking my ass so, a little bit. I always I thought about OnlyFans, but tiring. Just, so I, tiring. It's more tiring than stripping. Honestly, I could go shake ass for a couple hours and come back with more money than texting guys. Yeah, truly. So before we get into our last three rapid fire questions that we did not change for this season, which we maybe probably should yeah, eventually change. Maybe. Um, we have the listener question. So as always, when we have a guest on, we open up the um, Instagram 
to anyone who wants questions specifically to you. And we got a bunch, but we narrowed it down to a few here. And the first one is, if you're comfortable sharing, where do you work? I used to love Foxy Lady Latte in the Pacific Northwest USA. Um, my company is called Bottoms Up Espresso. I have not heard of that one, but I've heard of a bunch of them in California, Washington, Oregon mostly. Mm-hmm. Not here. Not here. Yeah. <laughs> Whereabouts are the like cafes located are they in public places and like during daytime and do you ever get self-conscious so I think what this listener means is um do you ever get self-conscious like kind of being in the daylight daylight. oh my god when the lights come on the club terrifying run away you know how like cockroaches scatter when like lights hit that's like literally the girls the dancers scatter like cockroaches and the lights hit we're like ah (laughs) not like kicked on makeup You mustn't know I'm two, three raccoons yeah. in a trench coat. <laughs> I guess to like sum up the question, do you get self-conscious like working kind of in daylight in public places and then also kind of where these shacks are located, how how public they are? Um, are they're like, quite public. Strip mall? I mean, they're <laughs> in normal spots where a coffee shop would be. They're very public. But um, I feel like when I first got the job, I was maybe a little bit weirded out by it because I was used to the night shifts. But now I could honestly just go literally running down the street in bikini. I don't care. I'm not self-conscious about it at all. I'm like, it's whatever. It's a swimsuit. I would wear it on the beach. I would wear it to work. And I don't really care. It doesn't make a difference to me. Yeah. Love it. Love Love it. it. Confidence is key. (sighs) Uh, The next question here. Do customers ever ask for photos with you like customers in the club do? We get it all the time. All we always time. ask for club pictures. And I actually, we actually said yes to someone because it was a listener from the podcast and her and her partner were lovely. And they're like, can we get a photo with you? And we're like, yes. And yeah. then we're like, no one else take note. <laughs> no one else can. But do they ask you? Yeah. They ask you for photos too? All the time. Um, they ask for our autograph, which I find so weird sometimes. <laughs> um, I sign an unbelievable amount of things. I'm like, well, you're not going to sell this. Like, it's not worth anything. I'm not famous. But... Um, I get pictures with them. I get pictures of us. Um, I That's the main thing about wording the tipping very carefully because I don't take pictures for free, but I can't ask mm-hmm. for a tip. So I'll be like, um, I, I can tell them I don't take pictures for free. And they'll be like, how much do you want? And I can't say an amount. So I'll be like, how much do you think it's worth? And then they'll usually mm-hmm. just throw in some extra money and I'll take a photo with them. Um makes their whole day when they t- you take a photo with them though yeah so. do you that's a personal question now from me um do you or have you ever thought or would you be allowed to sell promo like I, girls like in canada or like in the strip clubs and stuff usually have like photos lighters magnets stickers of like them would you is that something that you would be allowed to do yeah so i'm actually in a calendar um we have like our calendar photo shoot that is for all of our locations everyone's um a couple girls from each stand are in it uh we do sell that through the stand um as far like a lot of girls have stickers of themselves you can sell it but not while you're on shift so once you're off shift anything's for your game you can sell your panties if you want but um (laughs) just ping them through the window (laughs) As long as you're not on shift, you can sell whatever. Uh, you can't actually sell your extra, like, merch privately through the window while you're on shift. Right. Um, I don't. I don't have stickers or anything. But 
I am in the calendar. Fun. Calendar's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> I know you mentioned that you have um, 12-year-old customers. Um, yes, yes. Some, a listener wrote in here, do you have female and or families as customers? Yeah, I've actually... Our female clients have gone up a lot in the past couple months, I've noticed. Um, I've worked at our stand the longest out of anyone. Uh, so I feel like in the beginning, it was just men. And now we're getting a lot of women. They're really supportive about it. Um, I still say it's probably like 90% men, 10% women. Um maybe a, an occasional family with occasional kid it's not very often that we do get kids but we do get a lot of women it's like the new version of chuck e cheese for fuck's sakes <laughs> <laughs> every 12 year old birthday is just that That's your actually bikini bar. So, so you id people as they come to the window oh no we don't have to id people oh if okay we, if we were stripping we would have to id like if we were flashing Oh, if you had like, and if you had yeah. an entertainment license, I see, I see. Well, you twelve-year-olds aren't allowed coffee. Like, <laughs> well, that's like, that's why I got confused. Yeah, <laughs> no, actually, family business. <laughs> you were family, the family. <laughs> These are family titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of family titties, uh, do you get prop? This is not a listener question. Do you get propositioned at the cafe, and if so, how often? Oh yeah, all the time. Um, I feel like once well I would say usually once I've told them no once they don't ask again but that's not even necessarily true um <laughs> uh all the time I just I usually just refer them to my Instagram if they literally ask for anything else I'd be like you can have my Instagram and then you can DM me and you can message me on there and then I will literally never respond but <laughs> Instagram this is great this is great advertising for yeah. you <laughs> Your tiny uh, shack with your Instagram small window. <laughs> so they'll come back when I work. But um, I don't I don't answer my DMs. So I usually just refer in my Instagram to change this topic. And then they get looking at my photos and then they stop asking. Um, but yes, all the time. Yeah. I I bet. Matt, sir, it is four in the morning. Leave me alone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Direct. The amount of also phone numbers that we get is insane. And some, for some reason, men just think that they're the only ones that ever have given you their phone number. And yeah. we get it multiple a day. So it's just, it's just crazy to me. You should get them to write it down on a piece of paper and then make a mosaic in oh, the yeah. bathroom. <laughs> or better yet, like, do like a fun little like tradesies. Like every yeah. time a guy gives you his number on a piece of paper, then give him another asks, guy. Then this thing that asks you, you give him his. And then it's like they can all just talk to each other. <laughs> <laughs> I hire me hire me I never thought of that okay do that and then write me and tell me how it goes because you're welcome um, also so schedule your posts give out other guys yes. numbers and then no. also um instead of your Instagram give them your OnlyFans you're at least making money off them oh, I know I have to I Come have on, to girl. give them my Instagram through the window but it's in my um, bio so yeah. I have money Right, right. She can't okay. legally okay. give the only or fans. make another Instagram that's blank, and then all it is is like it's a link to your OnlyFans, and say I don't answer DMs here. Add my OnlyFans. So then you're like three part stepping them to give you money. Always. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I know you came on here for a business advice yes. for a business for <laughs> a business that we've never worked in <laughs> a lifetime of knowledge. 
Um, okay, so uh, another listener question here. Are the tips good? What is the average range and what has been your best tip? Um, I say yes. Uh, I think it's good. I think it's worth it to me. Um, it's a lot less work than stripping. So it's obviously not as much money. I have been a stripper for a while, so it's not a comparable amount of money. But I mm. still think it's good money. Um, and I think it's worth it to me. Um, my best single tip. Well, honestly, not even money. I've gotten a couple hundred dollar tips. I've gotten like a $300 tip or something. Okay. But, okay. Uh, nice. We do have like all of us have Amazon wish lists and we mm. get a lot of gift tips. Like Love customers it. really like buying us things versus handing us cash. Mm-hmm. So I'll get things like mailed to my house anonymously or um they'll bring in flowers chocolate you know different gift things that are kind of fun and spice up the job and we get lunch brought to us a lot so i don't have to pay for my lunch it's a nice it all perfect. adds up yes. if only there's a way you could put your like rent on amazon wish list yeah. oh yeah <laughs> pay I my rent like, all i want for christmas is my rent paid yeah 100 what's been the weirdest thing you've been tipped mm, i got <laughs> Probably I got from this uh, customer who went hunting. Um, he tipped me like probably eight, nine pounds of deer meat. Oh, wow. Yes. So you're eating good. <laughs> it was frozen like venison. It was good. Oh, I ate it. It was probably it the was best great. meat ever. It was just odd. Yeah. <laughs> I know a couple of my friends uh, work up like by like a, a fishing town um, and they were tipped like two like ziploc salmon like <laughs> honestly that's expensive that's a Shit's good expensive. tip yeah yeah all right and last question here before we move on to the rapid fire what do you think the movie plot would be like the realistic movie plot would be for for your job movie plot so like i would like we say if there was ever a realistic movie about a stripper, it would be us bitching the change room and then getting rejected 90% of the time, getting oh. a little too drunk, going on stage, going home to bed. Like, <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Um, we like to pretend like the windows are soundproof and we will fully talk shit about the customers and then open the window and then smile and put on a fake face and <laughs> say, hi, how are you doing today? After we just said, oh, my God, this guy again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We definitely, we blast music. We have fun um, on shift with each other. And then we open the window and we put on our customer service voice and make some money. Yep. Love it. Love it. it. And then you go to your car at 10 p.m. with Riley in the parking lot watching you. (laughs) And then the last last scene of the movie is just pans to Riley in the bushes. (laughs) (laughs) terrifying i'm so sorry <laughs> jesus the cameras have all been- right now that you really want to leave us um i'll give you your three rapid fire questions before we <laughs> let you go so the first one is what is one thing on your sexual bucket list that you haven't done yet but want to try oh i have to say um three-way with two guys i've done it with a guy and a girl but i have not done it with two guys i love that for you I wish that upon you. I don't even want one man involved, so I can't imagine. But <laughs> I don't even want one one man present. But uh, the second one here: what is one thing you've tried sexually that you probably wouldn't do again? Girls, girls, just okay. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, not for, not for me, honestly. 
All right, fair, 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 fair. Okay, we're done. No shit. <laughs> we're wrapping up. Your episode will come out never. <laughs> Burn this out of the ground. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we're kidding. <laughs> and the last one here. If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? Um, uh, worry about yourself. Stop worrying about other people. Um. Just focus on what you're doing in your life and stop worrying so much about what other people are doing with their lives. Good. I like it. Short and sweet. I don't know. Karma, before we let you go, where can people find you? Um, on Instagram, it's watch for karma with the number four. Awesome. And as always, you can find us on Instagram at 50 plus a tip pod. That's five zero plus a tip pod. Or email at 50plusatip at gmail.com. Slide into the DMs with any questions, comments. We always love getting them. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe to 50 Plus Tip Podcast. And you can listen to 50 Plus Tip Podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm so sick of saying the word podcast. Again, thank you so much for joining us, Karma. We didn't – I knew nothing about bikini barista-ing. Uh, so thank you for informing us and all that. And I look forward to my first shift. <laughs> thank you guys so much. <laughs> Have a wonderful week and happy whoring. Goodbye. Bye. 50 Plus a Tip is brought to you by some amazing sponsors. Studio X is a boutique adult production company that creates premium erotic photography, video, and content. They produce unique, custom, high-quality work that will generate you with more clients, fans, and subscribers. Studio X prides themselves in creating a safe, sexy, and fun luxury service experience unlike any other. Studio X wants their work to remain special, unique, and high-quality, Therefore, they only offer a very limited amount of shoots each month. They focus their energy on you and provide you with the most professional service and best experience possible. They prioritize those that work in the entertainment industry, performance, adult, and sex work community. Listeners of 50 Plus a Tip get $100 off their shoot with Studio X as well as a Polaroid add-on valued at $150. Just mention 50 Plus a Tip. Model Express in Vancouver is the ultimate destination for sexy and affordable lingerie, dancewear, and exotic high heels. Visit modelexpress.ca for all of your sexy style essentials. For our listeners, use code 50PLUSATIP for 10% off all pleaser shoes online. That's 10% off for all pleasers online only at modelexpress.ca. Intimo is a local sex shop that celebrates our industry in a spicy and empowering way. Proudly representing many sex workers in queer-owned businesses, community, and education is at the heart of what they do. With over 300 hot sex toys available online, their collection is curated intentionally to help you find what you're looking for so that you can have an affirming experience in the bedroom. They even make their own plant-based pleasure products, so make sure you try out our favorite one, Smooth Operator, their hyaluronic acid water-based lube. Use promo code 50 plus a tip for 10% off your online orders. Whether you're shopping from the comfort of your own home or visiting their adorable storefront in the heart of Victoria, they've got a little something special for you. Did we mention they're also sex worker owned and operated? Check them out online at intimopleasureboutique.com and remember to use your promo code 50 plus a tip. That's five zero plus a tip. We'd love to shout out our sponsor, Levian Lash, for bringing our lashes to life. At Levian Lash, you'll be in great hands with Liz. With over six years of experience, Liz can create any set of lashes you desire, from natural classics to the most dramatic mega volumes you could ever imagine. If extensions aren't your thing, you can opt for that clean girl aesthetic with lash lifts and brow laminations too. Find some time to schedule some much-needed self-care with Levian Lash. You'll receive $25 off your first visit for any service of your choice with code 50 plus a tip.